Hello everybody, welcome to the Raven's View. My name is Georgia Voihos and I am also known as Raven Hawk. I'm a psychic tarot reader and astrologer, life coach, Reiki master, and past life regressionist. This podcast reflects my many interests, including all things metaphysical. I've also been doing some amazing interviews with amazing people and many more to come. You can reach me through my website, www.georgiavallejos.com. Make me one of your favorites so you don't miss a thing. Blessings. Hello, everybody. This is Georgia here. It is 9.25 a.m. on Monday, December 19th, 2022. And I just watched the Harry and Meghan uh, special on Netflix. And it, it is in their own words about their process. And I decided I wanted to take a look at their charts and see what, um, what they're, who they are, who they are together, what their issues are, things like that. Um, I just, and I want to start by saying I found that special to be very well done, to be very respectful and to be very honest and i know there's all kinds of um flack you know negative feedback about it and you know people everybody has their opinion as i have mine uh, my opinion is that i can totally understand why uh harry wanted to leave the royal family it seems to me, like looking at his chart, he's taken on a lot of his mother's karma. And it, it's obvious from the uh, the film that he was deeply, deeply, deeply traumatized by what happened to his mother um, with, with the press and her death and all that. And um, I, I just don't feel like it's my place to judge somebody's pain. Nobody should judge another person's pain. If a person says they're in pain, they're in pain. It's not up to you or me or anyone else to say, you know, you're not in pain or you shouldn't be in pain or you should do this or you should do that. Everybody is different. Everybody has their own needs. Everybody has their own karma and everybody has their own path. And clearly, uh, Harry um, wanted to get away from his family and, you know, on the subject of his family, I, I don't want to criticize them too much, but I just have a problem with people who walk around pretending that everything is perfect when it's not. You know, every, every hair is in place. Uh, you know, everything is just absolutely perfect. They have no problems. or That's just not real. That's hypocritical. I mean, when you look at his father's history, I mean... This is not a perfect family. They're human, and I, and I don't judge them. They're human. You know, they, they, they fall in love with other people other than their wives, just like the rest of us may do. And I just don't, I don't think it's right for people to sit and judge. Um, you know, I notice it on, like, on Facebook and social media where... Um, Someone will buy a dress, for example, and, you know, somebody famous. And then everybody's on there, well, I don't like the bow, and I don't like this, and uh, the belt looks terrible, and her hair is all messed up, and her face. It's like they pick, point this, pick, put this picture up, and then everybody feels free to sit there and judge it. 
And I think that we should not be judging each other so harshly and and so it's not it's just not our business i mean that that's the problem i have with the world today everybody thinks what everybody else is doing is their business and it isn't and having paparazzi you know following people around and you know stuffing cameras in their face i've even heard of when they they've broken a tooth on somebody um this is not right. This is not, this is a sick world. This is, this is just not a good thing. And I think that if Harry and Megan say they were hurt or traumatized or fearful or depressed, I, I have to take that at face value. I believe it. And I think they did it for, for their self-preservation and for the preservation of their children. Because whether it's true or not, and, and, I, and I'm assuming it is, you know, with the paparazzi and all the interest in them, they were in danger. You know, they were they were in danger. Look at what happened to his mother. And I don't think he has ever gotten over that. Um, so I just think that it's not my business. I'm always curious as to where a person is coming from, which is why I do the astrology. And maybe that's not my business either. I don't know. But I still love to do it. So... Um, I'm just going to share it with you. Now, this is probably going to be a three-parter. Part one will be Megan, part two will be Harry, and part three will be their relationship. And um, I just wanted to look at their astrology and understand where they're coming from. And, you know, um, I hope that you uh, will bear with me because I'm actually looking at this for the first time as I record it. I like to kind of go through my process with you know with you so you can see what i see and um i think astrology uh helps us to understand who a person is and i i noticed this most most uh the first time with my ex-husband where i was so angry at him for all the things that i perceived that he did to me and and he did do a lot of crappy things i mean let's let's not overlook that but when I looked at his chart I realized he could never be the person that I needed you know and it taught me to accept a person for who they are and their astrology chart is who they are and um, I accept Harry and Megan for who they are and it's very clear in their charts who they are so anyway um, the first one I'm going to look at is Megan, okay? So that'll be this recording. Um, Megan has her son in the first house in Leo. Now that right there tells me a lot about her. She she likes to be uh, in the in the in the face in everybody's face. She likes to be um, adored. She likes to be on display. You know, there's a part of her that really likes that. With the sun is in the first house of the self. The sun is where you shine, and she shines as herself. And Leo is a very dramatic um, but loving sign. And, you know, the, the negative side of Leo is, is they get a little egotistical and a little bit narcissistic. So she is definitely a Leo. Um... And uh, it's in the first house. Her son is in the first house. 
her moon is in a little stellium and her moon is in Libra and the moon is her emotions, how you relate emotionally. Libra, she likes peace and quiet. She likes balance. She likes beauty. She doesn't like fighting. She doesn't like arguing. Um, she has Saturn conjunct her moon, which tells me there might, you know, there might have been some some issues uh, with a father and mother, and it also restricts her moon from really expressing itself completely. But she's a person who could negotiate very well. Um, and this is a pretty tight stellium. It's four degrees moon, five degrees Saturn, six degrees Jupiter. I have found that Jupiter moon is associated with people who have really big personalities and, um, you know, emotionally Jupiter expands, Saturn contracts. So there's a bit of a conflict there between Saturn, Jupiter conjunct her moon, like which one is she going to be? So I think her emotions may be an issue for her. And, um, but she definitely is a person that needs peace, quiet, everybody getting along, tranquility, beauty. Beauty is very important to her, you know, and no fighting. So that's her moon. And then her rising sign is Cancer, 24 degrees Cancer. And I should have looked up to see, and I, and I will at some point, maybe when I do the next one. Um, Diana... Um, Harry's mother was a Cancer. And I need to look up the degree of Cancer um, that she was. And um, But she would have presented herself sort of like a mother figure to Harry. That's Cancer is the mother. And she would have, um, you know, come off like something about her um, may have reminded Harry of her his mother initially, you know. Because Harry very much has this thing with his mother, and I, and it's not a bad thing. It's just he greatly admires her, and he I feel like he's taken on her pain. So when when Megan came around, she she had um, she had the um, the same uh, degree, you know, the same not the same degree, but the same sign as her ascendant as Harry's mother. Okay. So I think that's very significant there. Um, she had her Venus is in, um, let's see, Venus, 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 where's Venus? Venus is in Virgo, in the third house. Well, Venus in Virgo may be a little bit critical of her lovers. Um, definitely needs an intellectual connection. Um, and that's, that's, and, and, and needs fidelity and all that type of stuff. And we'll look at Harry's chart with her chart later on in, in the third, um, installment of this, this podcast. Um, she also has Pluto in Libra in her fourth house. The fourth house is your early childhood. Pluto is power struggles, uh, fighting, you know, things being torn down and then rebuilt and that would reflect her 
her parents' issues and their divorce. Um, let's see, her Mars is in Cancer, uh, and it's in the 12th house. That is not a strong Mars. You know, it's it seems like people think she's very strong because of all the Leo. You know, she also, I'm, I'm sorry, has Mercury in, in, in Leo in the first house. But um, that Mars is, her power is, she doesn't have a lot of power. Her power comes through nurturing. It comes through um, being loving, taking care of. But it's buried in the 12th house, and any planet in the 12th house loses some of its power. It's hard to access. So she seems really powerful to people because of her sun and her Mercury being in Leo. But her Mars is actually in the 12th house. So my feeling is that she, she's one of these people that has like a, you know, a tough exterior, but inside is kind of mush. You know, she's not as tough as she looks, I don't think. Um, her her um, midheaven is Aries, which again is is a is a kind of a leader and a and a warrior and could be a spiritual warrior. And I think that she's taken on that role. And the tenth house and the midheaven indicate the career. And in Aries, that that would be her you know her career. It could take place in a lot of different places. I mean, she could be in the military. She could be a spiritual warrior. She could be a, a, a lawyer, a fighter for people's um, rights, things like that. So she's kind of on track for what she's doing. Um, but, you know, all the Leo, she she's an actress, and, and that is Leo. So, you know, I think that she's kind of fulfilling her role. Uh, she has Chiron and Taurus in opposition to um, Uranus, her Uranus. Chiron is a wounded healer, and um, it suggests an early childhood wound in the home, in security, um, and opposite Uranus, you know, her security might have been, like, um, challenged many times during her young life. And that might have had to do with her parents' divorce. And um, the other thing I want to look at very quickly, because I'm running low on time here, is her north node. And the north node is a point um, between the sun and the moon where they interconnect. And the north node uh, is in Leo. The south node is in Aquarius. Um, I think, and it's in the first house, and the, and the south node is in the seventh house. I think she had many past lives of doing um, work for the good of humanity, uh, like she's doing now. And you tend to do your north no uh, south node, you know, in, in your first half of your life. You tend to go to the south node. And um, north node in Leo, she came here to kind of like star and be in the limelight, be royalty. Leo is a sign of royalty. So this was part of her soul's path. She needed to to learn that. I mean, maybe with lifetimes of working behind the scenes, maybe she always wished she could be, you know, royal or whatever. And now she's getting that lesson. And it's not that great of a lesson. It's a hard lesson. But um, definitely being an actress, being out in the forefront, campaigning for, for people, 
you know, doing it more as a celebrity than a behind the scenes, the celebrity being Leo and the behind the scenes being Aquarius. So in, in past lives, she did it behind the scenes. In this life, she's, she's to be in the forefront and even be royal and to have that experience. So that's something that her soul needed. So um, that's Meghan Markle. Most, most of her stuff is in, is in the um, bottom part of the chart, which means that it's more of a, a, a personal rather than impersonal in front of the public life, though. But I do think that, um, and this is just a very, very little overview, I do think that she's doing what she came here to do. And being royalty fits her very well. But I do feel that there's a little bit of a vulnerability with her Mars in Cancer and um, Moon in Libra conjunct Saturn and Jupiter. So that's Meghan Markle today. Um, I looked at her transit chart and, you know, she's got... Uh, a lot of um, things going on. She's got Saturn transiting her eighth house, death, regeneration, inheritance. So there'll be some lessons around that. Pluto uh, just crossed over into her seventh house. And um, it's about to make contact with her south node. Pluto tears down and rebuilds. So and the seventh house is a marriage house. So her marriage may be taking a different form. Um, the way it started out is definitely not the way it is now. So that that's a typically Pluto thing. Um, Uranus uh, in the uh, is just coming out of the eleventh house. I mean, tw uh, the tenth house. The tenth the tenth house is your standing in the community, your reputation. Uranus shakes things up, so she's got that going on. You know, she's had this big shakeup, but. Um, Chiron is coming into her 10th house to bring healing. So some of what she's doing is very healing. So that's just very briefly um, what's going on with her. And I will post uh, Harry's little overview in the next day or so. And then um, I'm going to look at their relationship together. And, you know, I, I have to say, it, it really bothers me, some of the things that they say about her, which don't, from what I can see, seem all that true. And it's the kind of same kind of things they used to say about Barack Obama's wife. And, you know, I do, I totally agree with them that there's a racist factor here. And um, that's just not acceptable. I think that um, people ought to, knock it off. You know, people, people need to stop judging. People need to stop living their lives vicariously through other people. And people need to stop sitting, you know, being, being a, uh, you know, uh, sitting on, fa on, on Facebook and social media, and criticizing these people as though they're perfect. You know, it's like Jesus who said, let you, has not sinned, cast the first stone, you know. And I think it's it's not up to us to sit here and judge. It's it's just not. And that's what's going on, and I can totally understand why they wanted to leave that very fake life that killed his mother. 
So that's part one. Um, I will be back with more. Uh, I hope you enjoy it and get something from it. Thank you. Bright blessings.